0: Yo, yo, what is good, Anchor Nation? Welcome to another episode of my podcast journey and random life tips. Uh, I'm your host, Uncle Mike. And today I have a pretty special guest hailing from somewhere in Colorado. And uh, I'll let him introduce himself. He goes by Paul. Hey, Paul, how's it going,
1: man? It's going good, man. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you
0: perfect. Everything good over there? Cool, cool. So, cool. you want me
1: to introduce myself? I'm yep. Paul Bauer. I uh, am awesome. I don't know. What do you <laughs> want to know? <laughs>
0: um, just um, where are you from? You're, you're from somewhere in Colorado. I'm, I'm not exactly sure where you are in Colorado. Um, you're at.
1: I live in the middle of nowhere. I I, I could <laughs> say where I live, but no one will know where it is. Uh, it's a small one horse town called Eckert, Colorado. It's, uh, it's about an hour outside of grand junction. Most people don't even know where grand (laughs) junction is, although it's the third biggest city in Colorado.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, how far is it from Denver? Denver? that's (laughs)
1: yeah yeah that's usually the question i get they're like oh so you're in denver no i'm uh five hours away from denver i'm i'm over i'm I'm closer to the utah border than i am to denver oh wow okay okay
0: cool cool and have you um born and raised in Eckerd, colorado
1: your whole life no no i um i grew up in conifer colorado also no one knows where that is (laughs) That's closer to Denver. It's in the foothills outside of Denver. Um, I lived there until I was about 18, and then I joined the the Navy and uh, left for the Navy back in 1998, and uh, ended up being stationed on the USS Shiloh, uh, which uh, was home ported in San Diego at the time. So I ended up moving to San Diego, and I, I lived in San Diego until about 2013, and then I moved back here.
0: Oh nice. So you've been you've been to California uh, yeah for uh, oh was quite a while. was it 10 years. I lived there for over I lived years. there for
1: about 15 years I think.
0: Oh man, don't you miss it? <laughs> no. <laughs> really?
1: Okay. No, California, I know you live in California. You're in uh, San Fran, right? Yes. Yeah, no, uh I'm a little too politically conservative for California, so <laughs> gotcha. uh you know it's a nice place to visit i still work for your company but uh no when i moved back to colorado i felt like a political refugee honestly
0: uh i see i see well first of all thank you for your service man uh you know just i mean for for what you did uh for what you do i mean that's uh how many years were you in the navy
1: I just uh, I did my four years. Um, oh, okay. I was an idiot and got married my second year in, so that that, that made my that made the last half of my enlistment uh, difficult, you know, because we'd go on deployments and then you know I'd, I'd have to leave my wife at home, and uh. so when it came up on the end of my enlistment, I decided to uh, go ahead and get out and go to college and and you know go into the civilian world.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Oh, wow. Financially, I think that was probably the best decision. Honestly. Sure. No, but, absolutely. But I, I, loved it. If if uh, I didn't get married, I probably would have made it a career. I think.
0: Hmm. Mm. Wow! I got married on your second year. That's uh. And and how long were you married?
1: Uh, we were married for fourteen years.
0: Oh wow! Wow! Fourteen years. You had some kids.
1: Yep yeah i've got two kids a daughter that's 15 and my son is 11. oh wow
0: nice same 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 mom yep same same wife okay okay cool cool well um i mean basically how me and you met was on a we were on the same facebook a facebook group uh called three percent man is that that that's the name of the group three yep. percent man uh uh and and it's really based off of uh uh, Corey Wayne's uh, book How to Be a 3% Man and um, how did you come across that group
1: uh, probably the same way most of us did um, so I, I I was in a long term uh, dating relationship uh, after, after I got divorced and I, I was with uh, that gal for about four and a half years and we broke up last year in uh, officially in july <clears throat> so i was back on the dating circuit again uh last year and you know I, I had some you know some successes and stuff like that but it wasn't like i don't know i, I didn't know what i was doing and I, I it came to the beginning of this year and i was like you know what what i've been doing my whole life when it comes to dating and relationships just hasn't been working i need to I need to figure something out. And so I started uh, listening to a lot of audiobooks. And um, I was listening to, you know, stuff like... A, I, I, I stumbled on Atomic Attraction. And I think I stumbled on Atomic Attraction because I'm, like, really into the law of attraction type stuff, you know, like The Secret.
0: No, absolutely.
1: And I thought maybe that's what Atomic Attraction was about. But it wasn't. It was about dating and relationships. But that book... Completely opened my eyes to um, sort of like the red pill world, I guess. Mm. Um, I listened to "No More Mr. Nice Guy" by Dr. Robert Glover, and you know, I realized that my whole life I've basically been a, I guess, what the kids call a simp. <laughs> 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 so, um, and I started watching a bunch of stuff on YouTube, and I stumbled across uh, Corey Wayne's videos, and he kept talking about, oh, you need to buy my book and read it 10 to 15 times. And, and, uh, finally I just broke down and went ahead and got the audible edition and listened to it. And his book was one of the best dating books I think I've ever read or listened to. And, uh, you know, just being into that, like I stumbled across the 3% man group on Facebook and joined that I joined some other groups initially, but I, I, dropped out of all of those there was a bunch of other like dating and pickup artist type sites on facebook or groups on facebook and they were all just full of like uh just douchebag guys you know just real trash guys just talking smack about women i don't um can i cuss on your podcast no
0: no go for it dude yeah yeah no we're we're super we're super uh loosey goosey over here man um
1: so yeah have okay yeah so anyway yeah there's just a bunch of like you know just douchebag guys you know calling women hoes Lord and stuff like that and I'm, I'm not that guy i've never been that guy right
0: right 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 and
1: but i noticed that the 3% man group was different like they a lot of the guys on the page uh, you know would share their successes they would put their questions out there people would answer them um and it would just seem, like seemed like much, like a, such a supportive group you know
0: and, and you and you found this group Fairly recent, then, if, if since you just started getting into uh, Corey Wayne's book uh, last year.
1: Yeah, it was probably right around uh, maybe April or May. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the funny, the funny thing is, the founder of the group, uh, uh, Chris, he he started the group around the same time, like right around the beginning of the year. Mm. So the group isn't even that old. Yeah, yeah. I see see
0: that you're also the moderator now.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the guys uh, that I, I like to post a lot on there. You know, I like to, if I'm, you know, reading something, I like to share it. You know, I just, I'm one of those people that I'm just kind of inspired to share what I'm learning with other people. And it gives me a good outlet for that. So I'm very active on the page. I like commenting on people's posts. Uh, I like encouraging people. And Chris and the other moderators, I guess, kind of saw that and uh, they invited me to a group chat that they're all in. And so, you know, that's separate from the page. So it's like a group, you know, Facebook messenger thing. And, and We'd sit there and chat. We chat every day about different things. And finally, Chris was like, "You know, you're so active on the page. Why don't I just make you a moderator?" And I was like, "Okay, that is awesome."
0: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. No, and you do, and and I really do appreciate all of your uh, uh, everything that you that you post on there and you share. And uh, you know, it, and you don't. Yeah, and you. It's like it, it's such a supportive group, right? And you don't. Uh, we don't like bash on each other or call each other stupid or whatever. Not to say not everybody uh doesn't do that uh there's you know a couple a couple of those guys out here out there that are i don't know maybe they're they're uh, insecure about themselves or whatever but um for for the most part everybody's like super supportive and and uh yeah man really do appreciate uh you know the things that you share on there because it is very insightful and it does kind of give us people who are on the group um you know kind of like oh you know different perspective and so, it, it, yeah, definitely appreciate your all, all, all that you do. So they, did, they didn't choose wrong for making you a moderator.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, so I, I, I do a podcast myself, as you know.
0: Right, right, right. I was going to jump on that. But uh, yeah, but please
1: uh, share, share your podcast. Sure. So I, I do a podcast based on the 3% Man uh, book and group and it's just it's a it's a podcast for other fellow students of Corey wayne and uh because i don't i don't uh, I, i actually get a lot of guys on the page that reach out to me and ask me uh you know questions they you know they want advice and stuff like that and I don't look at myself at all like I'm an expert on, in any of this. You know, I'm just I, I'm just another student, just like everyone else. And I, you know, so whenever they ask me questions, I'm like, well, the book says, right, right, <laughs> you know?
0: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I same here. Use the book but, as a reference.
1: But um, the other day, I, I did a I did an episode with uh, with Chris, the founder of the group, and this guy uh, Steve, who's one of uh, the other three percent guys on the page. And you know we were discussing that, and one of the things that Steve mentioned was that he almost likes the the organic content that we all put out on the page, uh, almost better than going to you know Corey Wayne's YouTube channel, you because know? yeah. it's like boots on the ground type knowledge, you know, like yeah, people absolutely. are people are sharing their experiences like in real time as they're practicing what's what they're learning, and it, I think that's super invaluable
0: absolutely absolutely yeah yeah you do get that that real real life real-time experience uh, uh like oh what happened last night you know and then you just put it out there like uh, you know this girl she gave me the cheek <laughs> what you know what does that mean it's just like well <laughs> you know so it's perfect so so yeah no that's that's um um yeah that's what's so great about uh, you know the the the, uh, the the group page, you know, just being able to uh, post that kind of stuff on there and, and get like, a uh, immediate response, you know, from people who, who, who've gone through it like yourself and, uh, men, I mean, from the looks of it, though, you kind of like after your, after you ended your long-term relationship after the divorce, you kind of just like, you know, hit the ground running.
1: Um no so (laughs) so after after my divorce in uh so we so we moved out here in 2013 she filed for divorce like january 2014. that whole first year was painful for me because i hadn't dated in in like 15 years right right of course and i had no idea what i was doing i had absolutely no clue what i was doing i'd go on these these dates with these chicks from uh, dating apps and I I, I, didn't, I didn't understand body language at all. Like I felt like I needed a written invitation before I'd even try to kiss a girl, you know? Cause I was right. like, I, you know, I don't want to go in for a kiss and get rejected and all that, you know, kind of mentality. And I was lucky that, you know, about 11 months into uh, that separation, I met my long-term girlfriend and to put it nicely, I guess I should say she was very friendly. Mm. (laughs) but basically she just like threw herself at me on on the first date and we were just started making out with me so she made like all the first all the moves and i didn't even have to wow and and then uh, you know being the simp i was like i was immediately trying to pin her down and into a relationship and so we you know ended up in a four and a half year relationship and uh yeah and so then i you know that was all well and good and I and she and I I think did have a a really good relationship but I think at near the end she really started losing that attraction and I didn't quite understand why and now I know you know because I wasn't acting like an alpha male type person you know and I think a lot of guys fall into that category they you know they get complacent they stop dating their woman they they don't take the lead in the relationship like they should and they just you know Assume everything's great, and everything's not great. You know, you have to do what you've always done from the beginning, in order to make a long-term relationship like that type like work. And you know, in hindsight, after doing all this studying, I realize that now. But you know that that uh, ship has clearly sailed. So when she and I broke up last year, I I sort of fell into that same pattern. Uh, I think like the first. Like the first, uh, I went on like one date and then maybe the second date I went on, it was the same thing. Like I didn't kiss, go for a kiss with these chicks because I was waiting for some kind of written invitation. But luckily it was the second, like, I think it was like my second date. I didn't go for a kiss. And as I was driving home, the girl texted me going, you know, I'm really disappointed that you didn't try to kiss me. Mm. And I was like, what? Like I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get that at all from your body language. Uh, and so at that moment I determined, you know, I made the determination that I'm going to go for a kiss at the end of the date, no matter what, unless I don't like her, you know, right. But I'm going to do it no matter what every time and to hell with it. And that by itself, that has changed everything for me. Like, um, I, I hooked up with a number of chicks last year but I still fell into that same pattern where I was trying to lock down, you know, you know a girl for my next uh, relationship. I was only pursuing one girl at a time, and you know, it wasn't until you know around uh, the COVID lockdown stuff that I really started getting into the stuff and realizing that that doesn't work well, you know, in the mm-hmm. end.
0: Hmm. 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 Yeah. No. It, it definitely, definitely doesn't. You definitely want to have your your options. So, uh that's what I guess this uh, Corey Wayne's book really kind of um uh, helped me anyway was to like uh understand that uh you don't need to, you know, like devote all of your your energy to one. Um you know, you're you you have options too. I mean, women have so much, right? <laughs> so, you know, why why would uh why would uh, why can't a guy do the same?
1: You know, it's funny. I'm um, I'm almost done with it, but I'm listening to the Rational Male by Rolo Tomasi mm. and he talks about it have you have you read that or listened I ha- to that
0: I have not I have not that was actually I was going to ask you uh, you know what would a, what would be another good book to recommend so
1: oh yeah I'll, 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 I'll get into all my books but this one's pretty good um, but he talks about uh, a lot in the book that women are natural plate spinners mm. and you know for the people listening if they don't know what a, the concept of plate spinning is it's basically you're juggling multiple women at once and you have to be willing to like let a couple plates fall off right. but your attention can't all be on like one plate you gotta sit there and you know manage all the plates and by managing all the plates you don't really kind of focus all your attention on just one you know and it actually makes dating so much easier
0: <laughs> How <laughs> honestly
1: so? How so? well what? for me like so I um I, I don't know about you, and I, but I'm sure a lot of guys can relate to this. You start pursuing one girl, and mm-hmm. um, Rolo Tomasi calls it one-itis, right? You start focusing oh, right. all your attention on one girl. right? And then, uh, like, if you send her a text and she doesn't text you back, you start getting all this anxiety and stuff. Like, why isn't she texting me back? And you start stressing about it and stuff like that, right? You, you, you're just worried about, like, what she thinks about you all the time, and it just... Sort of consumes you almost. Whereas if you have, if you've lined up a bunch of dates um, and you're texting multiple women, it doesn't really matter if, you know, Shannon doesn't text you back because you're texting Kelly. Right. You know, it doesn't matter anymore. So you don't really, and you're not supposed to be texting so much anyway. That's another thing I've learned from these books. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it, it it makes it so you're not, you don't have to, you don't really care. anymore you know your, your your attention's not all on one one gal right right so, therefore you can sort of it's, it's just a more relaxed more enjoyable experience i think
0: yeah that that's i mean this is what they kind of call that abundance mentality yeah right you don't have to worry yeah you don't have to worry about this one or you you know there's another one coming in 15 minutes as uh cory would say yeah so. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, and and i uh, i uh, I just wanted to get your perspective on it. I find it uh, for me I can't juggle more than more than two or three because just because I I don't know maybe my attention span or I, I, I do lead a pretty active life myself where I just don't uh, really um, care uh, whether or not someone's kind of uh, wants to hang out with me or not you know it's like I, I just put the invite out there and uh, if they want to ha- if they want to hang out that's great if they don't that's cool I, I, I still enjoy my time doing whatever it is that I want to do because uh, if I go out there and do something myself I'm going to meet somebody I'm going to meet somebody else so uh, yeah it's like that abundance mentality it took me forever to get down it was uh, I had that one I just thought yeah like hard hard so um, yeah man yeah
1: so yeah yeah i was gonna say i um i used to have the mentality that oh i i I couldn't possibly date more than one woman at a time one it's disrespectful Mm -hmm. to the woman and two oh it would be too much drama but in in reality you know most of the time i think women are also dating multiple guys you know and or i just assume they are and um and it it, it, but it, it really Isn't drama at all because (laughs) they never ask. I've never had a girl ask, "Are are you dating other guys?" You know, or other other girls. I mean, right? Well, I'm like, I'm like, uh, it's it's weird. You just sort of like the book says, you hang out, have fun, hook up, and really, that's all it is. And, And right. (laughs) <laughs> right. and
0: and and also i think uh i mean corey Corey's book also states that like you know you should absolutely not lie to somebody and if someone does like are seriously asking you that question uh you just you just let them know in a playful way like hey you know i don't i don't give out my secrets or i don't you know like i don't kiss and tell yeah um, i always I have at, room for one more right right <laughs> i always have room yeah i always have room for one more like like i think at the end of the day you're not you you don't you know we don't have a you don't have a ring I don't have a ring on you you don't have a ring on me you know what are we what are we doing um you know until you want I guess it's like uh, until you want to have that talk then we'll we'll, we'll talk and, and and go from there but in the meantime if we're just hanging out having fun hooking up then uh you know it is what it is
1: yeah in in all these books they they almost all say the same thing too you know like um so you were asking or you're asking me about my books earlier so i I have the three books i call my holy trinity Mm -hmm. there's three percent man Mm -hmm. uh by Corey wayne there's dating essentials for men by dr robert glover and atomic attraction by uh christopher canwell and i've listened to those all uh a number of times and they they all say the same thing about relationships basically uh A man shouldn't be the one trying to tie a woman down into a relationship that's traditionally a a feminine type role right so your job is to just you know go out and have fun and you know provide them with a good time and when they're ready for a relationship they'll let you know you know they'll say so where's this going and you know wherever and if you're down with you know being with that one particular girl you maybe you can have that conversation but right. if you're not then yeah, <laughs> if she's not know. the one that you want to be with uh right. long term them- then you just you're supposed to be like well I'm, you know yeah i'm not. just dating around i'm just
0: dating around seeing you know uh yeah we're just doing a casual thing like you just yeah be upfront about it yeah you don't want to you don't tell her you don't tell her one thing when you mean something else
1: yeah one thing uh chris on the on the page the, the the founder of the group, mm-hmm. his—I think his—his his, uh, way of saying it is perfect. It's just, you just say, "Well, you know, I'm just—I I eventually want to get into something exclusive, but you know, I'm not in any rush, and I'm right. just dating dating around uh, until I find someone that really knocks my socks off, right. and then it sort of puts the challenge out to her: <laughs> Are you no, going to be absolutely. the one that knocks my socks off?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That's so true. No, that is, I mean, you know, that's textbook <laughs> what, uh, you know, uh, 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 Corey says. Um, I definitely want to check out Atomic Attraction and Dating Essentials for Men. Um, you know, it's funny. I ran into Corey, Corey Wayne's work. Um, gosh, it's been five years now since I've ran in, uh, ran into his books and, and, and his YouTube channel and, um, started to, uh, uh read or not read, but uh, but that's I, other than that book. I haven't really gotten to any other types of dating books. Um, other than, uh, I don't know if you ever read the game. No. <laughs> so uh, the game is actually the uh, like the original pickup PUA book um, that uh, that came out like in the early '90s and uh, and it really dives into all of this stuff and and it talks about uh, it talked but it's mainly focused on pickup and uh, but it's it's just a really uh, this it's about this guy that that lives in a frat house with all these uh, single bachelors and they and they go out every night and they live in LA and they go out every night to like score. They try to you know score chicks and stuff like that. And what's really funny is if you are on YouTube today, a lot of these guys, Uh, that was in that house uh they have their own you know dating channels on YouTube um it's pretty interesting like they they were a bunch of like uh frat boys and and you know like just learning learning about the game and then now it's like they have like a full-on system like hey come and sign up for my classes and sign up for my uh uh you know sessions and you know we'll we'll go out and game together and, and stuff like that so it's it's a pretty interesting book very very interesting read uh and i checked it out on audiobooks that's the only one that i've really read um but uh i will definitely have to check out atomic attraction and dating essentials for men
1: that almost sounds like uh, I listened to another one called "The Flow" by Dan Bacon. Have you heard of that one?
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I heard of Dan Bacon. I seen. I haven't seen the. I haven't heard of the. I haven't read the book, but I I see his YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, his book is like astronomically priced. It's uh, way overpriced for what what's in it. But it's basically just a pickup.
0: Book. Right. 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 Um,
1: right. I I wasn't that impressed by
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I, i'm me either like i i've seen some of his videos and it's just it, it it's very surface level i feel like it it just uh um tries to yeah like just pick up random girls uh at the club or at the bar or you know like like kind of kind of random but it doesn't really i feel like it doesn't really dive into uh you know how to build a relationship uh with 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 any of the girls so uh i, I don't know i mean it's it's for me it's nice to just kind of like oh i'll I'll listen to a little bit of it but um i i yeah i can't take that stuff too serious especially for men like us at our age i'm sorry how old are you i'm 41 oh okay i'm i'm 40 i'm like right behind you bro (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah yeah i I mean yeah i mean for me uh, coming across Corey wayne's book i i was I mean, I had some pretty successful relationships to, uh, you know, growing up. I was pretty social, and, and you know, like I, I consider myself—I don't consider myself good looking, but then I mean, I don't know. Uh, girls. Oh thought come I on! Was, <laughs> You're a
1: handsome son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> but girls, let's just say girls think I, uh, I was cute, and then, um, but then you know, it, I think it, for me it got to—I um, think when I was in my thirties, like, uh, you know, you can't go off of looks anymore. You really got to have some substance. Uh, underneath all of it, so um, for like, I want to say for my late mid twenties to mid thirties, like I was, I was lost. I was lost, man. I was like, um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of like you, like one itis. Um, even girls or women that I that was first very attracted or whatever, like instantly after the second or third date, they 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 would ghost me. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what, what, what for the life of me what happened. And then it got to a point. Well, um, it got to a point where I, 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 I just got so fed up because uh, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't know, and I had to Google, I had to Google, like basically Google, like uh, uh, why did she ghost me or something like that. And then Corey Wayne's video was the first thing that popped up. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and 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 it, it pretty much it went from there. After that, I was like, oh, okay, okay, and then uh, picked up the book, uh, and uh, the rest is history. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I I think I a similar story. I mean, when I um, got back in the dating circuit last year, I, I had a lot of that. You know, I would I went on a lot of dates, a lot of first dates, like countless first dates um mm-hmm. most of the time i was the picky one i think though mm-hmm. uh, if it made it past the like the second date usually it was you know i was hooking up but mm-hmm. it was like i couldn't i couldn't keep him past the third date for some reason it would fizzle out and i and i was just like what the hell is going on You're like I, I can't be that bad of a guy you know right right it's not uh, a, a it, but then you
0: i mean it could be you know the 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 needy behavior that we didn't notice yep that were exhibit you know that we're, that they, that they were exhibiting and we didn't see it uh and then yeah it turns out you know a lot of that stuff is like yeah like uh we we kind of um shoot, our, shoot ourselves in the foot so uh yeah yeah but I, i'm really grateful for for you know like just coming across this book after reading the book uh, so many times and then like afterwards i i started like reading other books too um more or less like uh self-help not so much uh, dating but like um um just just uh i don't know if you know uh who jordan b peterson is yeah pretty famous uh i i picked up his book 12 rules for life and um that was a really eye-opener too that's one of the yeah the books that i you know like turn back to and you know look uh, look through and stuff um but uh i, I still come back to this book though uh three percent man because it really does uh you know it's it's just a great uh what do you call it reference um the videos help too and then and then now i run into this group um yeah it's just like uh keeping my skills sharp i guess especially during this time
1: yeah i I feel like if you're going to only pick one dating book to read, like I think Corey's book is a a, definitely a a good candidate for Mm. one. Like, you know, I would recommend that one and and just read it over and over again and just internalize it, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny too. I've tried to get some of my friends onto the book and uh, man, I tell you, people don't want to are not open to learning or advice or dating advisors i don't know i don't know what it is i don't know if you have a a a big group of friends um but for me my group of friends it's like especially the single guys it's like it's weird it's like they don't want to um receive or (laughs) any of the advice i try to like throw out there and and, and, and i would recommend the book and they're just like oh yeah sure i'll get to it when i get to it but they never do it and um
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rolo, that's where the the term red pill comes from, right? It comes from the movie, the matrix, right? Because, uh, and they talk about in that movie that, you know, uh, people that live in the matrix, uh, don't want to leave the matrix. They're comfortable in the matrix and, you know, they, um, they will do whatever they can to protect their own reality of the matrix. And, uh, But once you take that red pill and you wake up to the real world on the outside and you see how things really are, you know, like how, um, you know, women are, you know, they basically mate in a, uh, uh, hypergamous nature, you know, and that's just, that's, that's just biology. It's not, they don't even realize they're doing it. Right. And once you realize, you know, the nature of women and that women are, are security seeking creatures. You know, and you can't you can't judge women based on what they say. You have to really observe what they do. Absolutely. Then they make a lot more sense, you know. And but but you have to want to know this stuff. Like people you can't you can't just say, "Hey man, you should read this book and wake yourself up because no one wants to. They think whatever they're doing is fine." Right. So, you have to like go through experience like ours where you know you come out of a long-term relationship you're thrust back into the dating circuit when you're you know old right, <laughs> and, right. and then you're like holy right. shit you know it's not the same as it was when i was a teenager right um you have all these other things that like what uh, i was talking to uh luke earlier today luke from the uh three percent man page
0: mm, mm-hmm. and
1: and <clears throat> he was uh, it, we were talking about how when i was dating as a teenager in the, in the nineties, like no one had cell phones, right? you know? So when you would call a girl up, you knew that you weren't really bothering her because if she answered her phone, she was at home and there's, you know, she wasn't out and about, right? you know, and now when you call someone on your cell phone, you don't know what the hell they're doing. You don't know where they're at. You don't know if you're interrupting gym time. You don't know if they're in a movie theater because exactly. everyone's got cell phones now. It's totally different. Yeah. No, it definitely is. It definitely is.
0: Freaking technology is is, is crazy. Um, yeah, it's crazy how technology really just changed everybody's lives now, and uh, everybody's so, everybody's accessible, but not really, I guess. <laughs> like you can reach somebody really easy, but then whether or not they're going to get back to you—that's another thing.
1: Right, and I'm, I think that's kind of what the appeal of texting is. Or and what I'm really yes. what I really am loving is being able to send little voice clips over text. Yeah, because you send that out and they can reply back whenever, and and you you don't feel like you're bothering them. Then you know,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. that's actually that's actually pretty good. Um, I
1: haven't. uh, I I don't normally. Yeah,
0: I I never really send uh, voice texts. I think like you're probably the first person or the second person like I've like replied back with my voice. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah. I you know I just never. I don't know. I just feel like. Maybe I sound weird or something if i did did a voice text uh but uh i'm gonna have to try I'm gonna have to start doing that more
1: yeah i I never really did either until I started chatting with guys in the in the three percent man group they like everyone does that in the group, and I was like, how I had to go ask my teenage daughter, hey, how do you do this like all these people are sending me these voice messages uh." And voice to text is trash, so I was like, I want to not have to sit there and type this all out. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Sending a, a quick little voice clip is is easier. Yeah, and you get
0: they get to hear your voice, so you know.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, I just recently started doing that with uh, these the chicks that I'm dating, and I'm it's it giving me a really good response. Like the the girls really like that. They're like, oh, I like that little voice message you sent. And some of them don't even know how to send it back, which is. fine you know but but i like i didn't either i had to ask my teenager (laughs)
0: it's nice to have uh yeah some kids to show you some stuff (laughs) yeah okay well uh looks like uh, i'm past the 30 minute mark um i definitely want to talk to you some more uh we can yeah uh we can finish off uh in on your podcast if if that's if that's cool
1: yeah, it's cool. So, um, yeah, once you wrap up here and then I will work on getting a zoom link because I use zoom. And, awesome. Um, awesome. Uh, do I'll send you, I, that over to you on, uh, on Facebook messenger.
0: Awesome. Uh, well we can, I mean, if you want to, uh, it, so right now you want to keep doing, you want, you want to keep going. Is that what you're saying?
1: yeah if it's cool with
0: you no absolutely no 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 it's awesome i could totally do it um so okay great all right uh guys well paul thank you so much for sharing your time with me on the podcast uh you know i'm gonna return the favor and uh guys thanks for tuning in and um i'll talk to you guys next time all right thanks paul yeah thank you all right peace bye